those good old-fashioned values for the week. Uh, we are talking about American Dad Season 16 Part 2. And normally when... Okay, I'm going to keep it honest with you all. Normally when we bisect these episodes, it's because we're lazy or we're being nice to a guest, which we were being nice to a guest. Yeah. But I, I am I am very glad that we bisected it this time since unlike other episodes, other other bisected seasons, there is actually kind of a delineation between the first and second half. The second and half of the uh, season, it's not good. Yeah, yes, yeah. it's, it's not awful, but it's no. definitely also. <laughs> this show is bisectual. God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> okay. But um, the point is, ah, fuck, God damn it, Ty, God, fuck you. Um, <laughs> I, I love no, the point is, is that rhythm more than anything else in life. The important thing is, is that the second half of this show, after we talked about how it's pretty good in the uh, last season, this half of the season is less good, not very good. Yeah, it is the first time the show has kind of been a chore for me in a couple weeks. Honestly, it um. There, there is a couple fun episodes, and yeah. I'd still take it over like any season of Family Guy. But it is a. Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far, honestly. But <laughs> it, it is a, uh, yeah, it's a little. Yeah, I don't rough. know any. Fa- I don't know any season of Family Guy. I yeah, a lot of them probably, but it's very much a downgrade. Like enough that I think the highs of Family Guy definitely are better. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I can agree with that. But anyways, yeah. that's splitting hairs. The important thing is, is that. This one isn't very good, and uh, let's talk about why. So, one thing we've noticed about the TBS era of American Dad is that there's sort of an increase of zaniness. There's no more rules, and normally that's paid dividends because when the show just kind of follows its flights of fancy, almost like consistently throughout, it's at its best. But now it feels like it's getting too zany for its own good do we all agree yeah yeah i think that's true it's also that like the flights of fancy they're having a lot of time we'll talk about that with spencer's episode uh are kind of annoying the show is kind of like uh what more long time listeners will remember that we complained a lot about the mentality of uh family guy writers in the show's back half and the sort of things they would draw jokes on this isn't quite as bad as that, but it's it's coming from a similar place of like, shut the fuck up. That's that's how I feel in a lot of these episodes, at least for like one of the A plot or the B plot. It's just yeah. like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, okay, like, here's the thing. Downtown is not nowhere near as bad as um like the Millennials episode in Family Guy. Sure. As a matter of fact, there is like some funny stuff in that, like, uh, you know, I'm in Richmond. Richmond is a city that is is being gentrified as we speak and i enjoyed yeah, you're how, doing it yeah it's my fault and uh and i'm not sorry and but the like the parody of like gentrification is like it's all right but it's, andy is right in that there is sort of this like smugness creeping in about the modern world and i can't tell if it's that if it feels that way just because it's like the current moment or if it's uh like if it's just actually getting worse but it does um i i think we'll definitely have a more concrete answer when we watch next season of yeah oh yeah because again the first half of the season was pretty great so maybe it's just yeah. you know they, they, yeah, they, maybe they just hit a slump i don't know but yeah. it, it definitely i mean it just feels like i don't want to say slower but it feels like the writers are just less on the ball like uh 
it, it, th- there's a lot of jokes that feel like they were more throwaway than some of the tighter yeah. writing that we like is in the seasons we really enjoy. Like, yeah. uh, the big one I'm thinking, I mean, there's a lot like this, like in this vein, but the big one that I'm thinking about is the, you know, the all that jazz song that they do, the whole, uh, you know, the whole little pastiche they do in the ham, ep- ham episode. Yeah. Yes. And Which then I it's. Did not like that episode. No, no, it was not great. But the whole. Um, there's a line in there where he's like, he's saying, you know, and all that ham instead of all that jazz. Like, get it? It's very funny. It's about ham. And then there's one he's like, and all that jazz ham. And it's like, it's like they couldn't even think of a joke there. It's just like, what if we said jazz, but then we said ham after? Like, it, it's, yeah. I don't know. It feels lazier. See, Ty, comedy is just subverting expectations. If you if you make the audience think you're going to do one thing, but then you do the other, that's that, yeah. like our bodies are programmed to laugh at that, yeah. right? Yeah. That's why Andy's actually the funniest guy in the show because he subverts the expectation that podcast hosts are funny. <laughs> <laughs> the um, I was expecting Ty to be mean on that. Cause like obviously, obviously I yeah. set it up, but goddamn, yeah. God, I've, like, I've, pew, I've pew, to protect pew. my brand because everyone keeps saying that I'm not evil anymore. Yeah, the uh, there there's also a lot of the complaints that we made about the show historically have like are creeping right. back in. Like there's a lot of uh clever but not funny stuff. Like yeah. okay, cheek to cheek a stripper story. That's not a bad episode, but. The joke about, like, the uh, chivalric male strip club is, like, textbook example of clever but not funny. Yeah. It's, like, it is, like, a really funny concept about, like, you know, how Roger's this guy who wants a strip club that, like, people don't actually strip and there's just, like, vaguely erotic dancing, but... Yeah. The delivery is weak. It also, it, it, it is, I think a lot of the jokes, or at least more of the jokes, like, per capita, feel like they're going off of the concept. Like, they they don't build them that well. Like, it's like they had a funny idea and then they just kind of, like, threw together, like, a, a slapdash plot around that instead of, like, actually taking their time and, like, escalating properly and stuff. With And I think that's a perfect example of that because, like... Yeah. They don't really... They, really, they don't do much with... I mean, I guess in people's reaction to it, it evolves a bit, but they don't actually do much to evolve the concept of that chivalric, you know, stripping or whatever. Like, it's not... Yeah, I, I do. I do like Jeff. <laughs> I will say that we'll talk about it. I think we're talking about that episode in the back half. I do like Jeff being the real stripper. That, yeah, that, that I got a kick out of that. I like I like Jeff. I like it. Honestly, when Jeff is allowed to be good at stuff, I, I think yeah. it, those are genuinely some of the better plot lines in this show. Generally, it's good whenever you have like a, a funny, a funny, stupid loser character in your comedy show to have them be out of nowhere, really good or really knowledgeable about yeah. something random arbitrary things other than that though a lot of the plot like you know a lot of the plots feel like they're just not very great ideas like the whole stomp one you know that's just kind of a weak idea for a show especially in the final section where it becomes like oh aren't people in new york annoying like we'll talk about that episode i have a lot to say about that episode that's that's Um, you yeah you are those people yeah it's it's something that i tv writers love doing where it's like they make fun of people who are exactly like them but just like a different color like yeah it's like it's like if like half the shit that tv writers do when they're trying to be funny is just like ryu making fun of ken you know yeah yeah i can see that like just even just looking through like the episode list like most of these episodes don't sound that great on paper like mom sauce or american dad 
or Demolition Daddy. Like, all of those in a row are just not very great concepts for episodes. They have some, like, no. decent jokes in there, but, like, none of them really deliver. Uh, like Ty said, the writing, like, the joke writing is it's in not particular. Sharp. Yeah. yeah, it's not as sharp. It feels like the show's... A lot of the best jokes in the history of the show are ones where they don't go where you expect them to go. Like, they just kind of take these huge, like, left swings when you expect them to do something else. And it feels like most of the time, now that there's, like, a... It's where you expect it to go. Like, even in my favorite episode of this back half, Enter Stanman, a lot of the stuff with Stan Feratu is, uh is very like what you'd expect about like an insecure vampire. That, that's kind of where I was I was gonna go next, Spencer, of just like, well, you know, that, that's also part of the thing is like there are definitely good episodes. Like solid, well rounded yeah. episodes that are both smart yeah. and funny in this back half. But they're not like that there's no like standout episodes even in this back half. Like even the good episodes are just like, yeah, that's just like it's like solid American Dad episode. But there's yeah. nothing like rabbit ears yeah. in here where it's like, oh shit, that's like one of the best episodes in the show. And also, I don't think we are talking about, like, the Stan Feratu episode in the back half, right? The, no, yeah. no. So, the, I mean, I do have two things where, I mean, one, I do think, like, it is both a sign that the show is, like, I don't know. I mean, maybe he was just busy, but it feels really weird that they gave that role to Dee Bradley Baker and not Seth MacFarlane, you know? Like, it feels like it would have made a lot more sense if, like, a, a guy who is Stan kind of is voiced by the same guy who does Stan. Like, it, it's... Yeah. It feels like they're relying a bit too much on Dee Bradley Baker and, like, his very plastic voice to get jokes across instead of, like, the actual writing and, like, like or, or and not even, like, I guess the performance, because he does a good job, but just, like, it, it feels miscast, and I think that's that happens more often in this season than it do, did before. And yeah. al- and also, it's, it is it is kind of funny that he's literally fucking Manny, Manic Pixie Dream Vampire. He's just a borderline vampire. Blah, that is uh, actually a. Oh, real... you abandoning me? Blah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> borderline <laughs> yeah. Nosferatu is like something I wish I yeah. came up with. I, I, I would also like to. I want to. to, say, to I want to suck your psychic energy. Blah. Spe- speaking of that episode, I feel like there are a lot of things. This episode of like Stan opens the announcement in the kitchen with a big thing, and then it just ends up being fucking lame. Like, that's, I feel like, a bunch of episodes this season. Yeah. Yeah. There's also that same, like, plug-and-play energy where, like, it's got Stan gets up to something zany or there's, like, the same four or five, like, family drama. There there are weird swings to the fences. I think uh, the, the the Klaus episode is this season, right? Um, uh, which one? Oh, yeah, the one where he... he yeah, no weddings and a funeral. I mean, uh, even so, that's not even, like, as big a swing as some of their other future episodes. No, I know. It's not. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, again, Enter Man, that has all, like, the some really cool trippy stuff in it, and, like, the vampire is very funny, but, like, at the same time, it ultimately boils down to Stan is insecure about his marriage, which, like, that's yeah. every other episode of the show. Which, and, and, I mean, I don't know if that's as big a problem as, because I, I think, like, the themes that they hit have not actually changed that much since they kind of made the switch from being, like, about, you know, satiric takes on conservatism to just like being a cartoon sitcom but i see why that like grates on you i don't think it's as big a deal but it's one of those things where it's like but it doesn't even have interesting concepts to like support that like which is a bigger a way bigger sin in my eye yeah you know or or if it does have interesting concepts they don't like support them well enough or or write through them yeah 
And again, you know, we, we've been talking about this throughout the entire TVS season. You know, we knew that this was eventually coming. And, you know, even at that said, like, for the back half of the season 16 for most shows, this is still, like, technically better. But it's, it's good. It, yeah. It's not, Im- nothing about this season is impressive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that uh, with American Dad, one thing we've noticed is that they have a lot of great seasons, but the only way they can keep it up from season to season is like if they significantly evolve. Like they cannot like let stasis set in at all, or the show just fucking dies. Like it it takes right. a like at the end of the Fox era, it took a huge nosedive in quality. Not because they stopped doing anything, like started doing anything different, but just because like they like let inertia set in. And that is the death of this show. The show kind of needs it. It doesn't have like the sheer genius of like, you know, the Simpsons or Futurama during its golden age. So it needs to be constantly like, yeah, have the wind at its back in order for it to be like, it's a like great show. It's, it's honestly like comparing this to like a graining project. It is very much kind of like talent versus hard work where it's like graining. is just like, oh, he struck on something brilliant here or his team did and this it's like no like this needs to be hustling or else it will fall behind and i think we are starting to see it fall behind yeah yeah oh god we're only 15 minutes in Um. (laughs) yeah i know i I, I mean well let's get into the characters because i am going to make uh something that i or a, a statement that i think might be like unpopular but i don't i would like to know what you guys think yeah hit me hit me so you know how we normally say like oh this is the season of stan or jeff or whatever or you know this is the roger season this is the francine season like we say like what character kind of got a shine Mm -hmm. i think and this is kind of a backhanded compliment because we weren't fans of this half of the season i honestly think this back half of the season felt kind of like a snot season does that make sense I mean, you know it's a snot season in that it has a lot of snot in it, but I'm right. not and, and as I wouldn't big say any of on, Snot's like, episodes in this are his, bad. Like, just his content, basically. It, right. it's, there's a lot of him in it, but he's not the best character, and he's just not very funny. I like Snot. I wouldn't say any of the Snot stuff is particularly bad. I just, you know. It's not bad. It's just, it's not all that impressive. But the fact well, that, and like... That's, well, and that's also what I'm saying is, like, within kind of the context of this season, which we, or this half the season, which we are admitting has gone down a lot in quality. Like, within that, I think they gave a surprising amount of time and attention to Snot compared to, like, the rest of... Yeah the show's run which i'm not i'm not i'm not commenting on like the quality of it but i think that like i get you and and i think that is also the sign because one of the things we've we've been insistent about since we started liking the show is just like this show is carried by the strength of the smiths as characters so if the smiths aren't pulling the weight it's not a great sign yeah like you can only have so many barrier sides basically (laughs) um yeah no that is and you know what else sucked what what there was barely any tunnel in this back half yeah that is true yeah, like, it's, which is especially weird because, like, he just got bumped up to, like, main guy, like, a season or two ago, and it's like, and now it seems like they're pulling back on him. It's it's annoying. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe Richard Kind just had, like, something to do, but I can't imagine, like, what is what would Richard Kind be doing besides Big Mouth, which he's in, like, three episodes of a season? I don't know. I, I think there are definitely, like, I feel like some characters definitely got it, got it less bad than others. Like, I think there are definitely solid um, Steve and Klaus stuff. Like, sure. none of the, but, like, I would say Stan and Roger are, are definitely too, like, Stan and Roger this season, they are slumming it. Yeah. Seth, uh, I'm surprised that he wasn't checked out a bit earlier, but, yeah, yeah uh, it's... He, he does seem checked out, especially, like, with Roger. Roger is a really, really tough, like, needle to thread where yeah. 
if he's too Roger, he is just irritating to watch. And if, uh, like, th- th- they really need to, like, hit this exact sweet spot of annoying and catty and petty, but not too but that. Also like, yeah, and also, like, kind of charismatic, like, enough where you can see, yeah. like, oh, I can see a, why somebody would, like, stick with this guy. Yeah, and, and a yeah. little bit of a loser. Like, you need to see him fail every now and then. Yeah. And this, I mean, yeah, this back half, he literally, most of the shit he's in, he just kind of feels like Mork from Orc. Like, it's, it's... He's just like, oh, wacky alien, or that, or just like a sociopath, which are the two least fun Roger modes, I think. Yeah. 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 Like, the big, uh, the worst episode in this back half is American Dad, and that's a Stan and Roger heavy episode, and yeah. both of them don't get anything to do. Like, Stan's just insecure again, and I'm sorry, insecure Stan is like the worst Stan. The best Stan is when he's like a, he's a fucking kid or whatever. Like buff- when he's like, or just like a big ass, like stupid buffoon. Yeah. Yeah. Like when he's like a dumb brute or when he's yeah. uh, a kid, those are funny. But like when he's just like an insecure husband, that sucks. And uh, again, Roger, Roger is just too nasty and annoying. Um, yeah. and I mean, the, the, and again, there are a couple jokes that work and this, it feel it feels fucking bad talking about this show this way. Cause yeah. we, we, we have loved the show for so long and now talking about it as if it's like, Oh, you know, a late season family guy where it's like, you know, there's some redeeming stuff. Like it fucking sucks. But like every episode does do that family guy thing where it's like, there are a couple jokes that are very funny. Like I'm thinking of, especially of the American dad one, which is like, it's not a good episode, but then the whole joke at the end where Roger's just like, I have, I have a confession to make. I also poisoned the ham. Like it's that that was yeah. funny. That was a good twist, but it's one of those things where it's like it it fucking sucks to be, you know, to 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 have to scrounge for things to like about in this season. Yeah. yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, this this show has like since it found its groove in like season 4, there was always something more than that to like praise about. Like either yeah. it was really tight episode structure or really really great joke writing or amazing character work and voice acting and it, it's just it's not there this yeah. half of the season it's not there anymore and, and i think also part of that you know we were talking about seth not being in it earlier something i thought is how much of this because they also made kind of jokes like that in the more recent family guy season look for that how much of this do you think is because of his his new MB- nbc deal uh, that wasn't yet, I don't think. That, yeah, that, but uh, I, I could see it being negotiated before announcing and stuff. Uh, yeah, that could be it. It'll be curious to see as Family Guy goes on and as American Dad goes on how increasingly checked out he gets. Um, yeah. I mean, guy, to be fair, like, if I, if I were Seth, I would probably would have got checked out, like, in 2014 or so. Yeah, you know? the fact... Yeah. And, and he did get a bit and checked bef- out Maybe even guy. before that. Like, I, it is surprising how long he has given to these projects. That's, that's I think, ultimately the thing that I'm looking forward to American Dad, is even if the later seasons are great, it's still, like, man, had a way better run than even than any of us thought it would. Uh, yeah. Even when we started watching the really sure. good seasons. And and I guess, I guess it is kind of like whatever, like, the cousin of Lorebrain or whatever, to be like, oh, man, this show wasn't good forever. Like, how dare it? Like, because it's fucking annoying when people do that with The Simpsons, too. And it's like, yeah, I, I guess, like, there is something in, like, appreciating it when it was good and just kind of, like, not caring about it. Like, like you know, not not having to see it as, like, a whole or whatever. Because, like, it is a, it is, it is fundamentally changed, like, a lot over the time. And, like, same with The Simpsons, same with Family Guy. Like, I, I, I think that, like, there is... There's a kind of like weird impulse these days to be like, oh man, this retroactively ruins the good stuff when like it clearly doesn't. Like yeah. it's just because no. you're you're being like infected by like thinking about shit as a brand. But like, 
yeah. it is, I mean, it is within that, I guess, still upsetting to watch, even though, like, logically it probably shouldn't be. I think it's it's part of the thing is, when it comes to, like, media things like this, what people really want out of this is, like, a sense of closure, I think. And that's, like, they can't really have that with with these shows. So I, I'm not saying it's justified. I'm just, like, I get where it's coming from. I'm just, I want this to be over so I can be done so I can say this is the thing and it's hmm. it's like, but it's not. But I'm, you know, I I get I get like people do have brand brains as well. I'm not saying yeah. that. Uh, anyways, yeah. Spencer. Uh, other than that, wanted to give a quick shout out. A running thing on this show seems to be that we make fun of Cracked.com. <laughs> um, oh boy. Shout out to Cracked alumni Soren Bowie. What Spencer yeah. is going to say for writing on this ep- uh, the season of TV. Thank you, Soren. Yeah. You were one of the only funny guys from Cracked, along with Daniel O'Brien. Was was Soren Bowie actually that funny? I remember him. I, not I being liked that him. Funny I liked Frank. him on After Hours. I mean, I didn't read a lot of the stuff he did, but he was funny on After Hours. He might have been funny on After Hours, but he he was. I, uh, I think. He, I mean, I I think really the only like funny guy to come out of Cracked was Dan O'Brien, um, who is yeah. legitimately a very very fucking funny comedian. But yeah, other than yeah. Uh, other than that, it was like. <laughs> kind of kind of grim <laughs> yeah cracked crack.com is the best way i can describe it and felix forgive me for saying this it is like a it is like if chapo trap house was started in 2009 and every host was virgil that's the Man. best way i can describe it well Man, let's that... let's move away from that topic quick before we get in hot water <laughs> depending on how much of this is even in the episode uh yeah, yeah. No, i mean but... cracked is i i will also say like just to give Crack some credit, David Wong, or right, he's like the main guy. He his books were fairly good, but the John dies at the end of the book, book this book or whatever. Like it was a good book, but yeah, mm. that site was a. Uh, it, it's probably the most like the biggest exemplar of the culture of just like guys who are really into Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. But yeah, Soren Bowie uh, wrote an episode this season, and Which one? um. Pride Before the Fall. That's the one where, uh, or Pride Before the Fail. Sorry, it's uh, the one where Haley uh, wants to oh, fail at a community college. It, it it's all right. Yeah, it was a solid. It's all right. One. Yeah. No, I, I, I saw the uh, written by Soren Bowie in the credits, and I like steeled my defenses, and <laughs> it was okay. Yeah, I, was I was good. like, I was ready for it to be the worst. Oh, host. that's actually. I mean, I hope the audience hasn't figured out that we're just searching for things to talk about now. Is that like, do you look at the episode before you watch, or do you like? No, I. I Okay. I, I literally just was li- like, I was just saw the opening credits and I had heard that Soren Bowie had did some writing and I saw him in the credits. So I was like, okay, we got something to talk about nice. here. Maybe yeah, this is going to suck. And then the episode ended up being one of the most like just fine episodes of the season. Nothing yeah. particularly. The class, <laughs> the class B plot's pretty good. The, the Roger at the community college is decent antic. It's a fine episode. Yeah. Yeah. Roger looking like Dasha from Red Scare was a good bit. Uh, <laughs> No, but it, yeah, you you saw Soren Bowie in the credits, and you're like, man, let's see if I can tell the story about how she got sexually harassed by Gladstone for a third time. <laughs> you think he at least, it's a shame he doesn't even have the decency to to you know to try and chase after you, but can't even support us on Patreon. Yeah, like disrespect. No, I think I think he gave up, which is I think it was just he was in a bad point in his life, which I forgive. I don't think it's that big a deal. But no, yeah, you were like, fuck, maybe I can tee, maybe I can tear up for yet another <laughs> retelling of this one story that's basically just an old guy messaged me on Twitter one time. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> I think we've, we have rambled for long enough. Can yeah. we, we've hit, we can uh, go yeah, to the back half. Yeah, let's move to the back half. Oh, shit. 
Come on, babe, why don't we paint the town? And all that ham, I'm gonna rouge my knees and roll my stockings down. And all that ham, start the car, I know a whoopee spot. Where the ham is cold, but some of it's also hot. It's just a noisy hall where there's a nightly brawl. And all that jazz ham. And we're back. It's the second half. And all right, let's get into it. Stomp Le Monde. This is sort of a weird episode because it's the rare episode where it's kind of better than its shitty uh, idea suggests. Um, it's, yeah, it's not a great episode. This but episode like, is like four yeah. episodes as well. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a really, really dumb and terrible idea. But it's kind of a funny episode. So, so the episode opens uh, with fucking... Stan being a cheapskate and the family wants a vacation, so they go to Costco, get leather jackets, which they wear through the whole episode, and Stan gets a travel guide. I like that opening part. I think, I think like, frugal Stan is a good Stan, I would say. Like, you know, we're talking about the various different kinds of Stans. Him being a cheap asshole is like, okay, I like this. Uh, the, the open, you know what the opening remind? It, the opening felt like kind of an early season Family Guy episode. Like, hmm. like the, the one where no, Peter I, buys volcano insurance or the Willy Wonka parody. I see where you're parody. coming from with that, yeah. Yeah. Like it, more, more than like anything, he, it reminds me of uh, the episode where Stewie pukes in the church and they have to, like, run away. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I, 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 see, I, I, I see where you're coming with that. That's that's an interesting comparison. I wouldn't have thought of that. I will say that I think this episode probably would have been a lot more solid if they had, like, focused it in on one or two plot yes. lines instead of the five or six that they try to shove in there. It, it really feels like they're Frankensteining four different like episode ideas that they had yeah. together. Yeah. But I will say of those four episode ideas, a couple of them are legitimately pretty good. Like I do love the idea of them becoming like roadside scammers. I think that they get a lot of mileage out of that. Yeah. I think that like the New York jokes are kind of annoying, but yeah, the New yeah. York yeah. is definitely the worst episode out of these four episodes, but you, this episode saves itself because it has, earnestly one of my favorite jokes in all of american dad which one which one is that i i fucking love the sonic joke which <laughs> where they that's the one where that they uh they arrive at a sonic and just like destroy it they just oh. like harass everyone there oh i thought i thought are, i thought my brain like short-circuited you, and i know a joke what you were gonna sonic say yeah. Yeah, andy, yeah andy andy liked it because it had sonic in it <laughs> no, but just like the, Andy, the Andy, music, Andy the... heard them talking about Sonic and got really excited. And then when they saw it was the fast food at restaurant, yeah. he's like, "Well, this is still really good, but yeah. it could have had the other Sonic too. Andy, I would have Andy's, liked to have both." Andy's favorite store in the mall is Zales because he walks in, and he's like, "Gold rings!" <laughs> God damn! Uh, no shit. I I I I dread the idea of the show doing another video game episode because it just beat that old old old. They already uh, they already kind of did that with the one where they uh, yeah the VR puts, one yeah, which was okay. Yeah. It was fine. But the, the Sonic episode, I or the, like the like it's such a good joke. It's so like like them just ruining the fucking fact and then cutting back to it and they they burn yeah. the place down at the end of yeah. the episode. That I really like that. Andy, Andy has never flipped a coin in his life because every time someone says heads or tails, he's like, tails! And he gets so excited that he passes out. 
Do you have a list of these somewhere? Or no, I'm, up? no I'm, co- I'm coming up with them as we go along. I'll hit you with a couple yeah. in like uh, maybe five minutes or something. <laughs> All right, yeah. that's good. Um, um, now, the Sonic joke is really good where they're just like yeah. going around just destroying Sonic and it's like just all in this montage. I don't know. I Essentially, the way at the end where it's just like, we going home, wrong again, son. And then it just <laughs> yeah. smash cuts to that. That is yeah. really good. And, and the I music was... as well. The da, 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 da. Like, it's such a perfect fitting. Yeah. I also, I, I think that, like, as much as the New York jokes are not very funny, I, I honestly did get a bit out of the idea of Steve having, like, a 50-year-old girlfriend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that I, was cute. Yeah. Because he seemed, he seems kind of like cougar bait. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. He is the sapphic white boy, and that's, he that's what- He literally is the sapphic white boy. But also, you know what? You know what was a joke in the New York section that I thought was I I thought was cute. It wasn't particularly great, but I liked it. Uh, the Roger Subway joke. That's that's the one where he's like the shitty musician, and then the subway. Oh train yeah, and he gets stabbed. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, this is this is a little foreshadowing of uh, the later episode, which has the bad food takes. But like Klaus going Domino's has better pizza. It's like. Okay, this is this is your your jokes you're going with. This is you're going for the most bargain bin New York jokes. Okay, okay, I see how it is. Yeah, that's yeah. an Andy. That's an Andy joke. Yeah, <laughs> Andy was mad about it because they didn't rank all of the fast food pizza <laughs> places. <laughs> okay, what did what did I do today? Did I just fucking shit in your fucking coffee or something this morning? How why am I the fucking target? Okay. Andy shit. Andy shit in the coffee because it was only number seven on his list. <laughs> Yeah, he, 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 he Yeah, he was like, get some. He folders. saw the beans I was using. It's like this is at most number eight on my top yeah. ten beans list. I fucking hate you. And, <laughs> this is Andy has declared jihad on Whole Foods. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um. But no. So this episode, I think I mentioned it as an example of really shitty premises for episodes, and I stand by that. But it is yes. also like it is also a rare episode where they kind of work within that and come up with some funny stuff. If it wasn't for, for sure. the New York stuff, I'd be like outright calling it a good episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and at the end of the episode where it's like, oh no, the brooms were the reason we were telling. It's like, really? That's the reason you're getting. Okay. I guess you got to end the episode somehow. Again, it's, it's more than the sum of its parts somehow, which I, I do respect, but you know, it's really all over the fucking place. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, whatever. I feel a bit like a hack talking about this back half of the season because there truly is is not much to. Yeah. It's it's just it's just kind of mediocre. I don't. Yeah. 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 Well, if you want to talk about something actively bad, uh... eight fires. Yeah, I, I, Spencer. I remember you DMing me about la- or tweeting on that like. Yo, these cooking takes are fucking bullshit. And I was yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, never mind. That was meant for a nineteen-year-old trans girl." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. The, um, eight eight fires is a uh, bad episode for many reasons. Yeah, I thought you were overreacting. No, this episode, this episode's writing is just fucking and pretentious. It's so it's just so irritating. Like the whole like they go to a remote island to cook stuff just sucks so yeah. much. It's like a late season South Park episode where they're just like getting too zany just because they're out of ideas and they're on they're addicted to speed stuff like the stuff about francine being like addicted to the recipes or whatever it's like such it's the same problem where it's just plug and play sitcom emotional arcs 
B plot sucks. Um, where Stan becomes a piano virtuoso after getting a nail in his head. It's the only. Oh, that is the most of the they run with one joke the whole time. Jokes. Yeah, the yeah. only good uh only good joke in this entire episode is when um Jeff is like the nail in my head makes it so I can know <laughs> yeah. whatever flights are. And then he just like says a flight and then Klaus just looks it up. And is like, that's not correct. Actually, that's, yeah, that's, it, it, not, <laughs> that's not, yeah, completely off. But yeah, I, I will say just before Andy jumps in on that joke, I will say it's unfair to say that's the only good one because I also really enjoyed the joke of when they get to the Island. And oh, Francine, the Roger like, looks, yeah, Francine one, yeah. looks at like the new Roger persona and then she turns around and Roger's on the plane flying off. And then she turns around and like, he's visibly tired back in the other persona. He's like, that's enough turning around. Yeah. But this episode also just did irritate me. I am not a cook by any means, but like, I know enough that when, they pull out stuff in this. It's just fucking like it drove me yeah, up the steak the fucking thing. wall. Yeah, the steak thing where they have like a they have Roger talk about how if you cut open a steak to test like you know test the redness or the doneness, uh, right. it ruins it. It's like that's just not true. That's absolutely. It's literally not true. In fact, it's a good idea to do that. It's, you just uh, turn. You just turn it, into fucking Gordon Ramsay. If like it, you fucking donkeys, you don't know how to even cook a steak. Yeah, no, it, it just annoyed me, and all the stuff about, like, as an obsessive-compulsive, the anti-recipe stuff also just uh, drove me up the fucking wall. I mean, I, I will say I'm obviously not anything like a professional chef either. I, I think that, like, there is a point where it's, like, if you follow the recipe to a T, you do make boring food. Like, I think, obviously, they were trying to shove it into a dumb yeah. emotional arc or whatever, but, I mean, truly cooking is like about experimentation a lot more than people give it credit for like yeah it is about experimentation but it's also it's it's also like there is i, I just am anti like oh you gotta eyeball everything it's like no sure no, you yeah, don't. Obvi you yeah obviously <laughs> like you should have some idea what you're doing when you get into it or else it'll taste like the fucking yeah. gross yeah. monster food from legend of zelda but like i i do oh, fuck this is actually a complete tangent the other day uh because my roommate M is a, is a fantastic cook. Um, but I, I, so we were, she made this banana bread that was so good the other day. Fuck. Uh, I but the other day I was wow. making a, a mac and cheese thing and I was like, I, I was following like a recipe a little bit, but I was like, hmm, why don't I just like play around with this? And I threw some fucking nutmeg and uh, chili flakes into the sauce and it came out fucking amazing. Yeah, it has, no, like, a I mean, little, a little touch of sweet and like a little touch of hot. Mm. Yeah, no, I just, I just need to remember like ratios for when I'm sure, like, making sure, stuff. Sure, sure, sure. I, I just need to have, I need to have that, like especially if I'm making a glaze or whatever. I just need to like have a base idea of what the ratio should be. Yeah, yeah. going back to uh, good, like this episode does have some good jokes. I really like when they're when they're in the crawl space being an episode. <laughs> Jeff's like freak out. Yeah, and like. Your food's poo poo. And yeah. Jeff, go to the corner. And it's <laughs> nice when it's nice when they give Jeff more to do. Like it's nice when yeah. they give him like exp they let his character be expressive. Yeah. No. Uh. Jeff. Jeff is still great. Honestly, one like because he came in late, a sleeper hit. I really do think like he is so fucking fun in these later seasons. I love Jeff. Yeah. 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 Uh. Do we have anything else to add? This is just kind of a shitty episode, and it was it was for yeah. me the moment that clicked that I was like. It, it was a chore to sit through all of this. Right. The the whole joke of Roger stealing his persona from someone else completely flopped. One of the least funny things they've done in this show. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I also think like I feel I get what they were going for with the the dark ending to the piano subplot, but I feel like 
like you could have handled it a lot more cleanly than that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the guy who was like taking advantage of Stan, like he wasn't really like he wasn't really a character and he wasn't really a gimmick. He was just like he was literally a plot device in like a lot of. And which is something that they do not do that often. Like, if they do have a character who is, like, functionally a plot device, they give them, like, at least enough to hang, like, a little bit of fucking, you know, like... Like, like they, they don't make it just so blatantly obvious. Like, they, you know, they dress him up in, like, a little gimmick, or maybe, like, they give him, like, some character turn or something. But, like, this dude truly just existed to, like, make, like... Like, like and no personality, no fucking nothing interesting about him he just exists to be like oh let's take advantage of stan it's like you're not even trying you know yeah all right uh downtown uh this one this one's this is one of those i I mentioned it before uh since this show is set in virginia it uh this is one of those ones where it did feel like it was hitting close to home because again mentioned before about gentrification a lot of this does remind me of richmond and how over the past like 20 years it has turned from the city where you go to get murdered to uh to like which is what cities should be like that's the only reason to have a city yeah, no, cities are, the, the whole point of cities is that you pay $500 a month in rent, and in return, someone gets shot, like, every month a block away from you. And yeah. it's, person getting shot, that's none of your business. Yeah, not your problem. Not also, your problem. I love the idea that Spencer's, like, 20 years ago, when I was, like, a fetus, man, this city was great. <laughs> Just yeah, yeah. No, it, man, it oh, Richmond man, used I to be called. I saw Barney live in the crime alley. It was <laughs> yeah. So good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the but Richmond, Richmond did used to be called like the murder capital of the world, which is so funny. Yeah, up until really? uh, up until Spencer left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um. The gentrification stuff. It. It's a. Uh, this show is like always been a cut above Family Guy and making fun of annoying millennials because they usually have like a better angle to get at. Yeah. Like, uh, just, you know, there's they're the, sharper uh, writers, like as we say all the time. Yeah. Yeah. The Instagram stuff. It's making fun of grifters. Here, it's making fun of like annoying aspects of city culture where you like can buy like an artisanal burger that's like $17 and it tastes like slightly better than McDonald's. The joke about the fire hydrant being a micro restaurant was I think probably the the peak of those jokes. But there's a a lot of stuff where it's like it, the premise is kind of annoying, but at least they have like a kind of cleverer take on it than just like, what if what he's wearing a V neck because he's a fucking faggot, you know? Yeah. I also, that guy is gay and loves his pronouns, and he's a safe space pussy, and I want to kill him. Yeah. I, I, you know, we also we also do, like, complain about the show when it, it dips back into its political stuff. But I did like the stuff in the intro where Stan was just being, like, old Republican man of, like, downtown's scary. Don't go yeah. to downtown. You're going to fucking die there. And no, it's just... That's one of my favorite things about the suburbs of Richmond is that, like, half of the people who went to the school I went to were like afraid of downtown because of like Richmond's old reputation. Meanwhile, if you go down there, like the most dangerous thing that will happen to you is you'll get overcharged at a microbrewery. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's like it's just like be careful. There's going to be some ethnic crime, and it's like, oh, I'm sorry. Is like a yeah. homeless guy going to ask you for two dollars, and then you're going to go to a pizza place where you get ten inch pizza for twenty dollars? All, all of the teens in like every downtown city these days are drinking forties of fucking IPA. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. literally. It, there, it is that is so true how like you always get like if, if you're in that suburban community there's always this reputation of the downtown area being yeah. like scary and dangerous yeah. and it's like and 
but they, that's there's the thing, just black like, people there. No, that's, well, that's and what it they probably mean. Wa- it probably was at one point, which is why when gentrification started, that's the first fucking place it hit. Yeah, no, I mean, it, Richmond was genuinely pretty scary, like in the 90s but yeah of course sure if, if you're like an old guy and if you're like a in 2015 freaking the fuck out about downtown richmond like you're you're just a racist i'm sorry that's just yeah you're just a racist at that point what the racists in virginia are there like a lot of those or something or <laughs> a few just a, a couple just a couple <laughs> yeah yeah one of the guys uh from there uh, i think he voiced a character named uh Columbus Brown. <laughs> the worst racist to ever come out of Virginia is Mike Henry. <laughs> in in Rich, in Virginia's hundreds of years, Mike Henry yeah. is the worst one the to worst. come out of. Yeah. <laughs> the worst thing to ever happen in Virginia was Mike Henry voicing a black man. Yeah. A, a, a guy a guy takes off his clan mask, uh fucking and it's Mike like, Henry. Right next to him. No, no, and it's and he looks at Mike Henry and goes, Could you turn it down a bit? <laughs> Mike Henry Mike Henry sees like a, a, you know a misogynist couple about to get married and he's like now 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 Oh boy this is a this is a gas leak episode they, every family guy uh episode he was in they had to cut out 40 minutes of Mike Henry's improv about watermelons yeah. <laughs> Andy's on the board god damn Yeah Andy Andy Andy's leveling up with riffing damn Yeah <laughs> This is like when Rain Man was really good at gambling yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, but it's okay. like but it's like if the movie like for the first 50 minutes rain man was the worst gambler <laughs> and then all of a sudden he just got like and then a all of a sudden he flush. was great at gambling. and then all of a sudden he got a straight he got a fucking royal flush yeah yeah okay um <laughs> okay do you have uh, anything else to say about downtown no, I like the ending. I like the ending with Stan, like, just living there, fully becoming a downtown yeah. guy. That is pretty good. What if What if Stan was millennial? Yeah. Am I right, guys? All right, cheek to cheek, a stripper story. This episode's not very good. Uh, well, it's, uh, I like parts of it. Parts of it are funny. The ending is really funny, uh, where <laughs> he just hops out of the wheelchair. Yeah, like, that... You can yeah. walk? And then he just gets that, immediately gets his legs broken. Falls, yeah, he falls down the stairs. And that's I, one of the so, best Roger bits. Yeah. So I agree that this wasn't a great episode. I think it is a bit too wedded to like the idea and unwilling to play around with it. That I think it kind of like it's not very exciting to watch. But there is, I, I, I think. So I, I'm the one who brought this, and I brought it because I think really in this last half of the season, this is the only one where they like even try anything genre related like it kind of feels like a you know like a take on kind of that old maybe not like a specific genre or whatever but like it feels like a take on like a type of like story you know of like the kind of the guy who is like in you know it honestly it reminded me a lot of boogie nights in like the way that like it's about someone like you know someone who like is facing with the changing of this kind of like seedy market that is their way of life and like they can't handle it and like so I, I don't think I, I don't think it is like as uh wedded to genre as like Rabbit Ears or um the murder mystery one more, but I think that it is a lot I, I think that it is the first one in this like back suite of episodes that they actually like tried to play around yeah. with. Even and again, they didn't do a very good job and they kind of left it at the they they didn't take off at the start or whatever, but and, and again, uh Jeff being casually good at stripping, very funny. Yeah. Uh. 
Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but overall, it's it's like it's a good it's a good example of this back half where the idea is like kind of flimsy, and then they just don't follow up on what potential sure. it has. They don't really know what to do with the characters. I mean, Jeff Jeff's a fucking gold mine, so they can do whatever with him. But like Roger, this is one of Roger's most annoying and weakest personas. Cause he sucks. Uh, Cause that's the thing about it's just he's just like the biggest fucking loser. Yeah. Uh, I didn't hate him. I like the idea of just kind of like a fucking, just like an old genteel, like gentleman stripper. That's kind of funny to me, but yeah, I, it's yeah. not his best for sure. I will also say uh, the ending was a bit much, but I did. I did like most of, of the Steve Klaus B plot with him moving into the room. Yeah. And, and his, Lati- his Latino girlfriend just like with her ass out of his little dog house is a very Appa- funny yeah. visual. Apparently she's Armenian. That's that's Oh yeah. Name. That's basically just a Balkan Latino. Come on. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh I I said it, not me. I said it like I I also like the cop jokes. How long have you been oh, in their yeah. front yard? It's my it's room. room. Yeah. Taze. Yeah. No, that and that the, subplot is gold, but the the midnight cowboy stuff uh, with I think Roger it's just and fine. Jeff is that's yes. fine. that's my main takeaway. It's like it's like a seven out of it's like a six or seven out. Of, it's fine. It's a fucking okay. average episode of American Dad for me with a good B plot. Um. Yeah. Okay. So. What do we think? Let's make some predictions. Uh, and for no reason other than the fact that we are at like 49 minutes. And right. I want to hit yeah. like at least for, like For 55. reasons completely unrelated to the fact that we need to desperately farm time. Yeah. Pay no attention do we think to the, the next? Okay. The what next season? What do we think is going to happen? Since I think my guess for next season is that it will be about the same like it'll have some bangers throughout it'll have it'll overall be like weak ish but it'll have some enough scattered bangers throughout that i uh, sure uh, okay so i've actually not like sit down and watch it but scattered like on youtube and stuff i've seen scattered episodes uh of next season so i kind of i kind of know where it's going i haven't seen all of it but um i think i think like there are definitely some episodes i'm looking forward where it's like we gotta watch that but there are definitely episodes next season that I am I really looking forward to talking about too. So, you know. Yeah. yeah, I I am I'm also kind of skimming through there's not a whole lot that jumps out at me. I don't think it's going to be I I think it's probably going to continue in the trend of this 16 season where maybe there are some good spots, but overall it does seem like they're going through a bit of a slouch. Have either of you seen the episode the weekend wrote? That one, uh... No. Uh, I've seen bits and pieces where it's like he's like an angel or something, but... Mm. It's... I will talk about it probably because of how insane it is, but I really, like, tapped out. Uh, mm. well... I, I'm not... I mean... Whatever. I like... Yeah, I'm looking at next still. season, but... Yeah, I'm and, not... And look, at least we're almost done. Even if it's not good, we're almost done. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just, it, it really does feel bad to talk about the show like it's in fucking hospice care, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, especially since, like, just a season ago, it was so fucking good. Yeah, like, of course. Literally, the earlier part of this season was still pretty solid. Well, yeah. you, you, you know how it is. Sometimes, uh, sometimes people like that, they have really good days, and sometimes they have bad days. I, I'm still holding out hope that this next season is maybe like a marginal improvement or something, but I I think it will be worse than the first half, better than the second half. I can, I can hope for that. I can hope for that. Um, yeah, but no, it is disappointing. It is disappointing how whenever the show fucking hits its stride, 
it just immediately fumbles the bag. Like, but if I wanted to recommend American Dad to people, I have to pull out graphs, and I'm like, okay, you have yeah, to this okay, season, so here it's good, season. then it takes a drop here, then yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like Family Guy where you'd say if you want to watch good Family Guy, just do like seasons like four through ten, basically. Uh, okay, I, I know you guys aren't super hot on later Fox early TBS, but even then, I think if I, I, I think I could if you liked like seasons four through seven or whatever. I think I could recommend those seasons mostly. Uh, but yeah. with the caveat that, like, it, it takes is a, a bit, of a, bit slump, of a dip. But, like, there are still, like, enough great episodes in those seasons that I'm like, you know what? I'll stick with this. So, also, we have something, uh, you know, we don't usually tease next episodes. But I think it is important to note that next time on the next main episode, those good old-fashioned, the the uh, one of the most, fa- the Family Guy podcast. You got this, man. You, yeah, you. okay. Here, we're coaching. <laughs> we're in your corner. You got this. You got this. We're going back to Family Guy. We're going back yeah. to it's time. Woo! It's yeah, back it's, to we're our going roots, home, baby. I gotta say, I already watched one episode from it. It feels like being wrapped in a warm blanket that kind of smells like shit. No, yeah. it feels like you're being uh, wrapped in a warm blanket right around your fucking neck. It's like it's it's comfy, but it's also kind of a noose. Uh, yeah. It feels like it's a really watching nice, a TV heavy... show that isn't very good. It's a he- it's like a weighted blanket that's made out of a fabric you're not quite on board with. Yeah, stop you're, gonna, stop, you're going to get Andy too excited. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Spencer's uh, also autistic. You know, you don't have to just make the jokes about me. Yeah, Andy, uh, Ty, on the autism episode, I got to say, like on the Sean Moorhead episode, you were just like, every single thing you said is like autistic trait to a T. It's very funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'm not going to make fun of myself. That's your guys' job. Yeah. Can we okay. can we have nice soft girl Spencer or Ty? Can we? No, can we why would this? we? Soft girl Spencer. Ugh. Soft soft girl Spencer. <laughs> Ugh. That's Spencer like that's like Aguirre me. That, that's that's like an alternate universe where if I'm 16, I got groomed. I would be yeah. a soft girl. That that would that that like probably almost happened. That's that yeah. is dark. That is dark alternate universe. Like someone Spencer. flipped a coin like in Yugoslavia yeah. in the nineteen eighties, and that's why I'm not a soft girl. If, right if now. Spencer had one faithful interaction with one, <laughs> man, it's a shame uh, you're gonna have to cut that. Yeah. All right, that's been those good old fashioned values, everyone. Uh, bye bye. Catch you on the flip side. Bye. That all you see is violence in movies and sex on TV. And where are those good old-fashioned values on which we used to rely? Lucky there's a family guy. Lucky there's a man who positively can't do all the things that make us laugh and cry. So uh, we're doing, um, we're doing, uh, we're I'm doing Stomp Lamont, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, Roger, or uh, I think. Eight Fires, you think? Yeah, Eight yeah, Fires. The- Stomp um, Eight Fires. Uh, cheek, cheek to Cheek. cheek. And, and let's I do would... Downtown. Okay. And then... All right. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Sounds good. Okay. Oh, all right. Oh, cool. All right. And we're back. Wait, hold on. Uh, are you, are you ready to start yet? Do you have some more, like, conjunctions that you need to throw in? Oh, no, I was just going to say, since we didn't get a guest for this season, I think we should get a guest for that Family Guy one. uh, Okay.
I was yeah, thinking sure. either you can message. Yeah. Um, that, that'll be I'll ask them to come on. Yeah, ask them. And if they if that's too yeah. short noticed, I can ask um I can ask Sophie uh Java Jiga the Netscape. Oh, that's that'd be cool. Oh, cool, All cool, right. cool. Okay. Yeah. The the yeah, jet yeah. the jet or the Netscape. Um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Netscape <All> right. friend. <laughs> okay. All right. 